It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Uh, one of the, the bosses of New Zealand Racing who is looking forward to a huge week coming up in a couple of weeks, it's Karaka Million Week. It's always a massive festival of New Zealand racing. This year at Pukekohe is Paul Wilcox. But Paul, like many of us uh, involved in the industry yesterday, um, would have had a moment. And you have a moment when the phone rings and somebody tells you that Sir Patrick has died. They don't say Sir Patrick Hogan. They just say Sir Patrick has passed away. And Paul Wilcox, uh, for you yesterday, that must have been a moment that was not only sad, but brought back so many memories as a person who's worked at New Zealand Bloodstock, who's obviously run Auckland Thoroughbred Racing in Ellerslie. Um, few humans in New Zealand racing have ever been as iconic as Sir Patrick Hogan. G'day, Mick. Uh, yeah, terrible, terrible news to to hear yesterday and... and uh, not far behind the great Colin Jennings as well. So uh, particularly being very selfish for our club, uh, losing those two people uh, does hurt. When we talk about uh, Sir Patrick Hogan, obviously we talk about the breeding and the horses, and obviously he was a massive owner of horses. He won, I think he won an Auckland Cup with Smiling Like. But he was also a very big sponsor of racing, of course, there's the Beale Classic, which is still being carried on these days. Um, was one of those races, but Cambridge Stud they weren't scared to put their money in their their hands in their pockets to help the industry out. No, hundred percent, and and even after Patrick sold to Brendan and Joe, he uh, gave me a call and he said, "Look, uh, if Brendan and Joe with with the new Cambridge Stud, they don't want to sponsor the Zabil uh, or the Eight Carat." Sir Patrick said, look, you have my honour, or, or my word, should I say, that uh, I'd continue on with that sponsorship in a personal capacity. So uh, that's the mark of a man, and he was very free with his time and, and very free with his advice as well, and something I won't forget. Um, Paul, obviously you worked at New Zealand Bloodstock, and, and it's impossible to talk about Karaka and the sales without talking about Sir Patrick, for those who are just joining us. Sir Patrick Hogan, of course, passed away yesterday, aged 83. Um, he wasn't a physically big man, but, Paul, I, I don't know if there's many people in New Zealand racing I've found quite as intimidating until you get to know them, because when you first go to shake hands with Sir Patrick Hogan, it's almost like an audience. You're thinking, I hope I don't stuff this up. <laughs> oh, it's, it's like uh, when you shake your... Uh, a hand of any jockey or or any horse person uh, that's involved in day to day running of of studs or whatever, and their grip is massively strong, and and I'm sure that's that comes from them leading the horses. But Sir Patrick was, you know, he wasn't. I'm I'm not a, a huge man, as you well know, but uh, his uh, his presence and his uh, his um, what's the word of his presence was just so strong that wherever he walked, you just knew there was greatness there. And, and uh, obviously, I was lucky. I, I, I've known Sir Patrick for a very long time. And uh, when when you sit around at the end of the sales and, and have a 
have a glass of wine with St Patrick and then particularly in those days when, when I was 18 years old and and working for St Peter at that stage, uh, St Peter, Lake Philip and, and St Patrick sitting around having a glass of wine and uh, by God I tell you what, you, your liver became very strong very quickly and uh, some of those stories that you'd hear were just uh, absolutely unbelievable. It was a great time. Looking forward, um, Paul, because obviously Sir Patrick was more than anybody a man who understood the business of racing and he loved the fact that we managed to develop through people like yourself and through the Auckland uh, Racing Club and, of course, um, through Sir Peter Vella, who we'll talk to shortly in New Zealand Bloodstock, this Karaka Million concept. This year it heads to Pukekohe and we'd be kidding ourselves if we're going to pretend a Pukekohe Karaka Million will be exactly like an Ellerslie Karaka Million. Interesting story this week that the boys get paid. Um, some of their members are choosing to have an off-site function at Ellerslie, which I don't mind and I fully understand because clearly there are people who like to go out on the town afterwards, lots of them. I suppose, Paul, in some ways, it's probably not a bad thing because it'd be hard to find somewhere at Pukekohe to put 800 people. Yeah, 100%. And, and you know how, how Luke works and, and and the whole Boys Get Paid group. And we sat down with uh, Luke sort of uh, towards the middle end of last year and, and had a chat about what it would look like. And it was very simple that... that we came to a, to a pretty easy decision that, that it was going to be hard to obviously get the group out there and then particularly once I've finished out there, getting them back into the city and, and, and wanting them to enjoy themselves as well. And and so we, we had a chat about uh, running at what you want to say is a phantom meeting at Allersey and and uh, it's been embraced uh, very quickly by the group and and that's a great thing about young people. They are adaptable and, and nimble and, and change is, is not a scary thing for them. So something that's a little bit different and uh, they've got uh, the ACC coming in to do, to do a live uh, broadcast with them there as well and they'll make it a hell of a night and uh, I'm sure uh, on the way back from Pukeko we'll be pulling in there to, to catch up with the, with the crew and hopefully they have a good night and, and a... And a uh, kind to the TAB on the night as well. Paul, what about those of us who are heading to Pukekohe or those who want to go along in a social capacity? What will the meeting look like? couple of things. What time do we start? Um, is there any entertainment afterwards? I, I presume we're not doing the entire fireworks thing because we're out in a farming-type region part of the world. What's Karaka Million like, night going to be like and how much does it cost for people to get in if they would choose to attend? Look, it's uh, it's going to be mirrored off, albeit on a smaller scale, as what we do at Ellerslie. Uh, the first goes off uh, after four o'clock, and uh, free entry through everyone. We're doing that for the whole season out of Pukekohe. It's free entry GA. Uh, we've got all the uh, the normal things you'd expect to find. Ellerslie.co.nz is the best way to to find out what hospitality is available, but very similar to what we did on Boxing Day, which was successful. And, uh, yeah, look, uh, the local community uh, supported us on Boxing Day and we had great crowds, so uh, I don't expect to see it being any different. And obviously New Zealand Bloodstock with the hosting of all the international and, and the local buyers and vendors, the same same thing as what we do at Ellerslie. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to a great night and there's going to be uh, some superb racing. So 
let's just hope that we get kind kind weather in the lead up to Karaka Million so that we can have a, a good track and good racing to showcase to the world what, what our horses can do. Maiden, you've got Damien Lane confirmed yesterday. Damien Lane, one of the best in the world coming to Pukekohe. That's, that's a real bonus for the meeting to get the Australian eyeballs on it. Oh, 100%. And, and look, you know, uh, when you've got someone like Andrew Forsman, he's a good person and uh, he's he's obviously got the intimidator there and, and uh, Mr Maestro earlier in the card. So uh, with Andrew uh, grabbing hold of Damien, that's just fantastic because let me tell you, once you've got those, those very good Australian jocks coming over here uh, and we've seen it before uh, when we've had James McDonald pre-COVID riding on uh, on a Christmas carnival, uh, the betting just goes through the roof because the uh, the Aussies know they might know the form of the horses that great or, or the horses that well, but uh, they know their jockeys and, and they're not afraid to back them. Paul, we appreciate your time today, mate, to give us some words about your experience with Sir Patrick Hogan and also to look forward to Karaka Million, which is two weeks today out at Pukekohe and free GA entry. Good luck over the weekend, mate. We look forward to talking to you more as we get closer to the massive, massive dual $1 million meeting. Good man, go well, mate.